How's it going, everybody? This is Double Crown here with episode 17 of The Pursuit of Sound with Double Crown. And in the studio today, I've got Zach with Locals Clothing Company. Say what up. What's up, everyone? How we doing tonight? Yes, sir. December 5th. And we just had a really successful show last night. And I am super grateful. Zach was the main spearhead behind that for the fashion show. It's the Locals Clothing Company fashion show that was at Palmetto Brewing Company, an amazing brewery. And uh, you you want to talk about that really quick, first off? Oh, yeah, man. Um, so, I, first of all, I just want to shout out, uh, you know, Brendan McNamara, Mikey Fort, uh, Tim Ship. And Phil Ward here, uh, the main people behind uh, setting everything up, getting everything planned. And then Caitlin Tacklevan as well. Uh, she was curating the whole fashion show back there with the models and designers. Um, she absolutely crushed that. Could not have been possible without her. Um, but uh, all that aside, you know, uh, sorry, my second fashion show, um, third or fourth market that I've curated. And I, I think it was like one of the best ones uh, we've ever put on. Uh, a lot of fun people involved. Um, and a lot of really, really cool designers, um, you know, off the top, uh, Play Salty, uh, Heady Hookups. Um, we had Trans Clothing. Um, so those were, you know, one really big one, Play Salty, but Trans Clothing and Heady Hookups, that was their first time ever vending or designing Whoa. or being a part of any kind of event like that. Damn, I couldn't tell. Yeah, man, right? Everybody had their shit together. Yeah, I mean, so they were super prepared, and I think that helped out uh, with the show. Uh, go a long way but that was very impressive for a first time bender uh, to be able to get their looks together in time for a fashion show of that caliber and just crush it. it was very cool exactly you know we wanted it to be a really good one obviously so we could get invited back to palmetto and i think we definitely did that um <laughs> oh, yeah. everybody involved so hats off to everybody it was a bunch of people involved between the vendors artists behind the scenes like everybody with the fashion show curations an incredible thing that I I think we it was just it went very smoothly and I think the artists crushed it the reason I have you on this podcast is because you are now entangled with the pursuit of sound in Charleston like you know the fact that you're you're coming here and, and blending the music with the fashion arts and everything in between that the vendors bring to the table like the culture aspect of it that there's a lot to be said and i i hope you you know that you're a pivotal part thank you thank you man i mean it would have been possible without you you helped out big time thank you um but yeah so uh you know being a vendor myself i really wanted to uh my events to focus on vending and everything like that um, and make sure that the vendors make a lot of money because that also brings in a lot of money on the front end so that we can do really cool production stuff without having to worry about selling tickets and Seriously. You know, doing stuff like that. Good um, point. But then also, you know, I, I, I was in band with uh, Cody Dixon at Soul Power Production back in like middle school, you know. Damn. So, so having all those boys and then just doing this for this long together, you know, everything I do, I got my homies in the back of my mind. Uh, from the day one, um, so to have them involved and be able to donate a dollar of every beer to his uh, his nonprofit um, is always like a really killer goal that that we were able to do. Yeah, let's plug that really quick. Slim Soul. Okay, so yes, he has a nonprofit that works in conjunction with schools to put together programs, music programs, teaching kids literally music and mm-hmm. donating like instruments, things of that like, and it. That company is called Soul Power Productions, 
and y'all definitely need to go check his stuff out. Slim Soul is just crazy talented, and all of his cats in the band. Oh yeah, so incredibly uh, talented. He, he had uh, Noah Jones and Oleg from This Is Little Bird and Stoplight Observation back there with them. Um, his manager uh, Adrian Champagne crushing it as always. Yeah, he um, picked up the trombone. Yeah, oh, that was amazing. Oh yeah, and uh, so what we're actually really trying to get a lot of the money for was uh, Slim Soul is about to take over the studio space uh, that Little Bird had. Oh, really? Um, so that's what, yeah, they're about to open up a studio or transfer it to him um, so that he can get the kids involved in that space and get a bunch of music and a bunch of, like, you know, stuff for him to help teach the kids and get uh, music instructors in there to do lessons and, you know, kind of stuff like that. Yes, man. I support that a thousand percent. You, That's, that's a big thing for Charleston because... You know, there could be more going on, but I think the people that do have things going on are really packing a punch. Slim Soul, for example. Oh, yeah. Well, it goes back to, too, you know, um, the psychedelics, like their first show, they were in like high school uh, that they did at the Purple Buffalo with uh, Island Vibes and everything like that. Uh, so, you know. Is that his old band? Uh, so the psychedelics, uh, Noah Jones is part of that. Um, and uh, uh, some of the James, uh, Jim Rubbish is part of that. I might have seen them before, at Purple Buffalo. Yeah, yeah I, so I they, swear. Yeah, now thinking about it, I can't mistake that that gnarly keyboardist. Like, right, go on, go on. I'm sorry. Uh, but no, so like, uh, I first met them in high school, and uh, they were doing high school band stuff. But that's why you know, uh, teaching the kids uh, the youth music and get them involved with like cool stuff like this, and making them you know know that it's possible to make money doing music and to be a part of this culture um, is really just powerful, and it'll really like. 10 years from now, if we keep investing in that, uh, the Charleston music scene is just going to get, you know, 10 times better. That's a really important thing to acknowledge. Yeah. And I I feel like we're on the front end of that wave. And, you know, he is definitely um, on the front of that wave, too. But, yeah, like being a part of some, some real change, even just like with being a degree of separation away from him actually doing it himself and just being... His friend is is nice enough, man. But oh, yeah. not to get too tangented. Um, I want to shout out like everybody else on that lineup. I think it was a really nice, diverse lineup. Like, let's just say, okay, there was acoustic acts, yes, and there was hip hop acts, uh, and then there was DJ acts and performing arts acts. Oh yeah, we had uh, uh, out on a limb acrobatics. They opened up the fashion show. That was really uh, really neat. Um, and then uh, Radiance Performing Arts kind of ended it. Um, you know, just nice, mellow in. Everyone kind of just stuck around, enjoyed that, and talks amongst themselves. And uh, yeah, without those two acts, it would have been, uh, you know, kind of just like a dead stop, you know, just a really hard start. Um, so yeah, they, they crushed it. They did really cool. Um, but yeah, and then Tom, Tom Mackle, uh, he opened it up. Um, acoustic guy, he's about to do a headliner show at Music Farm as well. Uh, that's going to be really cool coming up in January. Um, you know, Anna Crosby, she had a live violinist. That was really neat. Yeah, and um, the slide guitarist, like, oh, yeah. doing his name yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, he sure did. And, <laughs> uh, and then Anthony, he's about to do a bunch of new music. Um, he's got some, like, music videos, a new album dropping, coming out. He's um, quality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he knows how to get the crowd uh, dancing. <laughs> Seriously, uh, I like his catalog. Yep. He's really slick with it, like kind of hip-hop, R&B, like dancey too, even a little bit. A little poppy, like, yeah, yeah he's got a really good, uh, really good sound. He kind of reminded me of Chance the Rapper, just had to put that in there. But <laughs> a like, little bit, a little in bit. his own way, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I first met him, he was doing a show at the um, uh, Purple Buffalo, 
I was like, man, there's no way this cat's like, this is like, he's just helping out with this show or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like talking to him, I uh, sold him a, a hoodie or whatever. He's like, I need some merch. So we uh, linked up and I was like, oh yeah, I actually got a huge show in Columbia uh, opening up. I'm like uh, helping open up this huge uh, production. It's like a two days mu- uh, music festival. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, of course you're going up there to do that. Um, was able to go up there with him. And that was like our first interaction, kind of getting to know each other. Oh, sh- Damn yeah, you went up there with him. Yeah, oh, yeah, I saw merch for him. That's it. That's the best, dude. Right, right. Yep. How, how was the turnout? Oh, it was killer. I mean, I think there's probably like ten thousand people. What? Something like that. That's yeah. insane. A lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that like in Little Five Points? Where was that? Oh man, this was a couple years ago, but it was like out in kind of like a field area. Oh, it was, okay. it was on a racetrack. That's what oh, it was. okay, an old racetrack. Yeah, I think yep. I've heard about that in Colombia. Yep, that's what's up. Yeah, and so they had like hip hop the first day, and then like bluegrassy kind of rocky uh, stuff the next day. It's a good demographic oh, swash. Yeah. Yep. The um, uh, not only Anthony, there was also um, Indy Gold. Indy Gold, which is just. He's like right there with Slim Soul. They got like the nut, the best chill soul vibe for hip hop. Really like, good bars. Really good stage oh, presence. Oh yeah, no, their lyrics are like literally like mind blowing. You'd be like, damn, uh, he's a <laughs> he's he's teaching me to learn right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're sitting there. You're kind of like, oh, this is nice for vibe. But now he's sitting down in, in, on his stool, kind of doing his thing. Then he puts the stool down, stands up, and you really start paying attention, start listening. And getting into indie stuff, and you're like, oh yeah, this guy can spit, man. This is this is a dope performance. Yes, and then there was Zay. He was different. Like he really brought uh, that like different energy that wouldn't have been there. Like he had like his whole just like sad boy rock like alternative vibe, and he was stoked on it. And you know that's that's the best to see an artist stoked on it. Like you can only get into something so hard if like your performing artist is just like almost too depressed about like a thing but no he wasn't he wasn't depressed like that no, no he's right in that fine line that silver lining of uh you know really still energetic uh still you know can connect on that sad boy vibes um but yeah he's super passionate about it. he's working on some stuff i think he was just up in new york uh recording some stuff so yeah he gave us a little taste of that at the show um and yeah, there's, he's definitely he's trying to throw a show at Purple Buffalo. That should be pretty cool coming up. Hope if, if we can all work that out. Um, and then speaking of throwing shows, Mike Live. Uh, Ooh, good segue. Right, Mike Live. He's got a show tonight at the Poor House. Oh yeah, that's right. He was plugging it last night. Doors at eight. Uh, shows at nine. Mike Live always killer shows. He does this really cool. Like I don't know how he does it because you guys. A pre-recorded like twenty-minute mix. Oh yeah, right. And he's just spitting on top of it. And how's like to know when it's gonna change to the next thing? Because it's all pre-recorded. There's no like going on. And he just knows what to do, like when to take a break and stop. Like he must like spend hours like rehearsing that. Like the area in between songs, it's like a silence, and he's just like chopping it up. Like hey, like yeah, for like this next one, like blah 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 blah. And then like the sample rolls in, and he's just like. Almost like immediately right knows it. exact like yeah. it's in you. The more you think about it, the more you're like, this guy is actually insane, <laughs> right? Like in the best way possible. His bars, he could spit like just as fast as Eminem. It seemed like, <laughs> and his energy was awesome. I guess that's why you know he's like Mike Live. Mike Live because there's always a little uh, dash of that live performance off the top. Of everything he does, and to be able to do that like show after show, man, he's just so like talented musically and everything. Like. 
as he, he must have spent hours practicing that and and then tim was telling me like when he gave him his uh, catalog he's like dude he's got like a day's worth of music like 24 Jeez. hours of this catalog that he could just pull from dude that guy has put in the work i see yeah. him and i um i was in insistent to like after the, he uh was done playing i was insistent on coming up to him and being like yo but, but let me produce a beat for you <laughs> right, right right yeah and he's like uh all right let's talk let's talk i'm like yeah like just no cap i wouldn't come up to you if i didn't think that we could do something and you know it was like that with other people too man like i'm just really happy with like the synergy on that and it being just like a good foreshadowing towards the future Oh yeah, well that's uh, that was like one of the key things doing with so many people involved, and you're having vendors and a fashion show and music that's like really dope. It's like if everyone's not on the same page and like just vibing with each other, you know, there's no like room for sensitive artistry or anything like that. It's like right. you're here to perform, you're here to have a good time and make connections. Uh, you're not here to like throw a fit or like have a bad day or like be rude to someone. Exactly. Just trying to be here with you and make this event awesome. Um, yeah, so, I didn't get that vibe at all. At all, and there's always like maybe something going on, but absolutely yeah. none of that was going on. It was beautiful all around, um, and everyone got to like meet and conduct. You know, that was the first time I met Mike live. Um, I'd seen him perform a time or two, um, but that was the first time I like interacted with him. He's a dope man. He's a dope dude. Yeah, he really um, is. Yeah, just off the rip, you know, all about it. So. That was very, very, uh, very, very fun. And then the inside uh, uh, DJs, too. You know, Web Hollow uh, came out of nowhere, um, hit me up yeah. to perform. She crushed it. Yeah, I ended up, I was just like, dude, like, sh I love chill music so much. Like, as much as, like, hard stuff I listen to, right. I, like, the soft, I definitely have to even it out. And she knew what to do with that. She was friends with Moldy Brain, Jared, yep. Yep. and... Uh, I always love like talking to people and seeing who knows who and how. Like, how'd you get here? Yeah, <laughs> how did you meet like Jared and all this stuff and like yeah. you know um, and just making connections. Well, yeah, I think she like she totally like knew the vibes. It's like I told her inside with all the markets, and I think her set was just like absolutely perfect for that. Seriously, you know? I I was I was really digging like that. People inside, as far as the DJs are concerned, really kind of like kept it in the pocket like right. in the best way and i was i was really inspired by that and so i um i, I have a tendency to dj like a, a wide variety of things but i definitely started out like on that super smooth like yeah kind of like just slick house and then mm -hmm. kind of like went here and there and like radiance performing artists like started coming around I, and i like, saw some of those videos it was, yeah uh, very, they, very good time dude they blew my mind literally like the first time i've seen hoopers do routines in tandem like with each other like they would like move their bodies around and like just create like these amazing like patterns like where one would be like up the other would be down and mm -hmm. then like they do all and these you got the things. guy in the back with his wing uh with the wing suit with the wing lights or oh everything. my god i never seen that it was like right. batman but like <laughs> right. rave batman or something <laughs> like lit up wings yeah it was, it was, it was nutty man they're i mean they're they're professionals in, in the every sense of the word um you know they're, they're typically fire performers one of the first times i saw them was down at woodlands and they had like two or three little stages kind of roped off and they were just like spinning fire all night long it was like blew my mind uh, some of the cool stuff they could do and, and how they could just do that all night without like burning themselves or getting right. tired or yeah and, and having enough routine and knowing what to do like uh true professionals really also really good people 
Yeah, I could tell. They they came up and said what up afterwards. Like, um, one thing that blew my mind just just to plug it. Um, they I know like when you take a hoop and you kind of like let it roll across your arm and your chest uh-huh. and your other arm. They did that across two people. Oh, like no numerous way. times. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa. Uh, that's where I was like super impressed and um yeah definitely made some connections with them just to be like yo like you know it'd be sick to like be able to do like a legit set like with them you know um in the background doing their thing like real time like during a set of mine or something whatever like you know that's just like you got to dream sometimes <laughs> oh yeah now it's possible man i'm sure we could uh make something happen make it shake um then we also had, you know, Chris Almighty DJ in there. Uh, he's got a really cool vendor market at Lo-Fi That's that he does right. once a month. He was telling me about that. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, dude, the Lo-Fi. They also got a really a bunch of really cool shows. Anthony's playing at Lo-Fi, I think, with DJ Dollar Menu maybe coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Chris has been been on his grind doing that stuff, learning how to DJ and speak about being in pocket. Usually his stuff's a little more grimier or whatever, but yeah. he, he crushed it for the market. That was perfect. And see, I was like... I went to high school with him. Like we we just been brushing shoulders for years, and I never really like we never really like chopped it up too hard. Not even for any particular reason. Just always like, yo, what up? And right, then right, yeah. I was like, I wonder who this Chris Almighty guy is. And then it ended up being him. And I was like, <laughs> right. oh shit, okay. And then he told me about the lo-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I've been hearing more about lo-fi and them throwing shows, and I've still yet to even go there. I really like their beers. Right, um, they're really good. The uh, the pony beer, uh, sparkling pony. Oh, the yes, it's like a sa- like a sparkling sour. Yeah, something like that. Oh good. my god, I love that one so much. Sparkling princess, I think is. They got all sorts of ones. Something like that. Yeah, because I remember Justin was geeking over it. Um, yeah, it's a good logo, good can. Yeah, so they've been doing stuff there, and I need to get I need to get down there. It's re- literally like not that far from Purple Buffalo either. No, it's not. It's it's really not. Like maybe a little bit uh, closer to the peninsula. Yeah, I was just there. Um, uh, what, what is his name? Uh, there's a huge show put on by uh, by Aggie Flores and her team of people. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on their name. Aggie, what? I'm blanking on their name. They used to do a, a market or a, a, a once uh, art celium. That's what it is. It's called art art celium. They used to do a once a month thing over in the woodlands. This was the urban art celium. But yeah, Jared was uh, the uh, moldy brain was headlining it with them. Radiance was there. But yeah, it's this really good group of girls, and they're just all about like putting on really artsy. And a really cool like art installations, yeah. And having a really cool show and uh, getting all like vendors and like getting every- so there's art ceiling like my ceiling, yeah. How, how my ceiling all connects with everyone, yeah. They want all the artists to be like the my ceiling strands connecting. Whoa, right. And, and the fact that they had moldy brain on there because it's like the mushrooms and the mycelium and it makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really cool name. I was like. At first, I was like, art celium. I was like, wait a second, mycelium, art celium. Right, yeah, no, exactly. mind blown. No, they've been crushing it. Yeah, that, that last show was really cool. And uh, Aggie's one of their main things. She's the one who actually designed the fire uh, visual arts. Oh, that's Aggie a girl. Dashboards. Yep. Oh, my God. I, I was like, damn, she's really, like, digitizing out here. Dude, she, like, hand-drew that entire fire. And then, di- and then yeah. digitally... Oh my god, yeah. I love Crazy. it when you can just like scan in a picture and then just turn it into an art like a digital image and it just looks like you oh. really took your time. Like no Microsoft Paint at all. <laughs> no, it's the real deal. Yeah, dude. Um 
I, I was really pleased with the flyer actually. And then um and hey, then, you designed some really cool flyers too. Dude, yeah, but not like that. I was like, okay, because I remember you were like, all right, picture this. And then like you described what she did perfectly. And right. I was like, I was like, that's too much. I can't do it like that. I was like, I'll just have to come up with something else and just see. <laughs> No, yours was yeah. perfect for like what it was, informational, yeah. and a lot of people still repost that. Yeah, um, and, but yeah, that the flyer that she did was actually Brendan's idea. That was his. I was like, oh, bond really? with him. Yeah, he's like, all right. So what if we have like Al and he's abducting the uh, holidays, and then that's why everyone has to come with the market to the market to get their holiday stuff done. What? And I like kind of told her that she was like, oh yeah, no problem, and then did that. That's insane. Yeah, and, and then so this brings me to Brendan. Okay, so we had like a badass like initial core team like you, me, Tim, Brendan, mm-hmm. and um, and then wait, was it anybody? I think that was about it at first. Yeah, at first, and then so Brendan, you have to give me give me a quick background on him really quick. Was he the one that was like working with Nectar? Or? Yeah, yeah. So he's like uh, good buddies with them from like. When he used to do a bunch of like surf competitions and stuff, and I think he like might have went to high school with one of the guys, or he knows like the CEO of Nectar really well somehow. Word. Yeah. So what does he really do? Like, uh, he works for um a uh, uh, interior designer. I can't remember Baker um something or other, but yeah, basically they go, they do all the houses at uh like uh uh, uh the uh, Ratchet Gym, so Danny McBride's house. Um, they do like uh, the Ryder Hotel. They inter- they design oh that God, entire No thing. way! I love the interior of that place. Yeah, yeah. So Yo. like his boss designs it, and then he builds that. it and installs it for her. small for town. Them. Just keeps getting smaller. Yeah. So he's like involved with already some really cool shit. Knows some really cool people. What's how and, he's uh, able to like provide the expertise for the stage, like the yeah, catwalk yeah. stage. And he had the box truck, and yeah, he had all the stuff to secure it properly. And I kind of dressed it up, and yeah, that's how he had that vision, because, yeah, literally his job over there, so they they work with artists, like, once a month, I think, and, like, drop a new collection. And so his job, another one of his jobs is to, like, stage the the social media and the, uh, like, so they do a bunch of pictures and a big promo, so he sets up that whole promo for them. Yeah, so, like, the last one was just kind of, like, moon rocky kind of looking thing and they like made it look like it was on mars with like that like paint sand and then like what? leaf blow it in and make it like look like it was actually like red dirt That's without it being crazy. like red dirt for you know what? yeah yeah so he's in charge of all that so having him help out was just like boom damn yeah i, w- I was just getting to know him through that process and i was like <clears throat> this guy actually seems really solid and oh um, yeah you know one of my best friends for sure a lot of these people, I'm surprised to to be meeting for the first time, but that's what it's all about. It's better now than never. And um, so then, let's go ahead and if you can just tell them a little bit about like Locals Clothing Company in and of itself, like in, from inception to current and future. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it started uh, back in the day. Uh, me and my buddy were like skateboarding in his driveway. And uh, he was actually there building the skate park, uh, you know, uh, the county park downtown, like the big skate Charleston. Yeah. Um, and so he was sitting there, like, going through the catalog, like, oh, should I stock this item? Or should I get these shirts from this company and put them in the shop? I was like, oh, if that one of your jobs is to stock the shop with merch. Like, why don't we just make our merch and then have you stock it in the shop? Since you'll be working there, we can just what? sell a ton of merch in the shop. And then so we went through the process, designed a really cool logo. 
uh, and skate low. We had like three main logos. Um, and then we did a vendor uh, event that was like just really underground by some people in like someone's like backyard, little gated like warehouse area. And I like made a bunch of money, crushed it. All the homies came out. We're like, oh, all right, we can do this, you know? Um, and then, yeah, going through the process of trying to get the park, uh, like the county park to pick up our merch um, was just like really frustrating. So we dropped that idea and just went underground and started doing, uh, you know, uh, vendor markets and events that people were throwing and trying to get involved with the, with the music scene and the people that we know that were already out here doing it. Okay, and then that's a, that's like the the true organic way, like where you you know those who create their own businesses know what it can be like in the beginning, and you know having a good start is that much better. Oh yeah, yeah. Without that first market, like making a couple hundred bucks and you're selling out. Well, and our screen printer at the time like really hooked it up. We got a really good relationship with him. Um, so building that relationship and then doing all of that market just kind of jump-started it, uh, gave us the confidence, and then, uh, you know, we just kept on doing it ever since. People keep asking, uh, what, how can I get a shirt? When can I get a shirt? And I'm like, come to the next show, come to the next market, and uh, pick something up. Amen. And when <clears throat> when's, like, the next time... When's the next time that you definitely have something going on that they can actually come and pick something up like in person? Uh, so, oh, actually, uh, December 11th. Uh, so the city of Charleston uh, is throwing a blog party on Ann Street. Um, and so we were supposed to do this event at Palmetto at the Music Farm. Uh, they had like construction going on instead. So we did it there. But uh, the Music Farm's having like a little outside like uh, wine kind of venue kind of thing set up or like a wine garden kind of deal okay uh, so you can like walk up to the to the kitchen window get food they'll have like people come bringing out beer and uh, drinks and stuff like that what? and then so we'll be set up outside for the city of Charleston blog party with the music farm uh, December 11th uh, what time like just mid- daytime into the evening uh, so I believe the block party is from like 3 to 6 or 7 something like that okay but they're gonna have like a stage set up outside they got a really good reggae band a bunch of other stuff and the entire entry is gonna be blocked off with this huge stage um, I'm pretty sure Sharehouse is doing some stuff with it too what um, yeah so it's like it's gonna be a family friendly but really cool uh, fun fun time a lot of people there hopefully that's what I like to hear. That's badass. So December 11th, y'all be sure to mark y'all's calendar. Get out there. Are y'all doing? Are y'all fulfilling any orders like through the internet, social media, anything like that at this point? Um. So what I, what I do? Um. I maybe like three or four times a year. Um. I'll uh, get a merch order in. So every time I'm about to like get more stuff in or do a new design, I will uh, you know just have a. Uh, uh, a pre-order thing and you just you message me directly um i try to keep it underground um i had a website but just like with the way fast fashion works and the, the life cycle of you know fashion products i'm trying to become more sustainable and only sell stuff that people are gonna pay for and come and get and i really just like contribute to that um so i just do it all directly through me for now yeah dude and um me, my band gods we recently um Sorry. But. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, oh, I might be doing that until the call is over. Sorry, y'all. Hold on. Popular. Oh, my God. Okay. Lost a viewer. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, my band Gods, we set up a online merch store, and we are not able to afford to pay for merchandise up front, and that's always been like a thing with previous bands. Like, oh, so many smalls, mediums, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, um, it's tough. We ended up doing it through um, a Printful. Print dropship. Yeah, print on demand yeah drop ship if you will and um it's a although you probably don't make as much money technically per order it's like you're still able to set your own price yep. and they tell you what it would be like for we got like f- front and back graphic tees that dtg printed i right. think you can choose between that and um the traditional style and then yeah like heat press vinyl or something yeah like that. and like the it's actually legit like they've got a super wide range of pieces of apparel like merchandising that's available to be printed on and um it you know we've made some money we need to come up with some new designs and stuff and you know try to try to hook some people for the holiday season to yeah, get, up and get some merch for a loved one yeah oh well, yeah that's um, what it's about <laughs> but yeah dude so no th- so that drop shipping uh you know print on demand type of deal um that's like one of the best inventions i think for for uh, uh merchandise and, and clothing in the in you know recent years and it's really possible with that dtg direct to garment machine um, and like for the longest time, I was like, oh, I really need a directed garment machine so I could work with bands like you and print on demand and just have it there. Like, oh, I need a couple shirts made uh, for, for this person who just came to the show and wanted it. Boom, 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 print them up. Here you go. Give them to them. Well, you know? well, dang, because see, we have a dilemma of wanting to get the merchandise for real life sales. And yeah. because there's, you can, it's only so many people will go through the effort of clicking and adding to cart and all that versus them just being like, I'd rather just get it from you in person and just let it be like that. Well, and at a show, you know, they're already all hyped up. They're super into it. They want to leave with something and put it on right there. Yeah. And if we don't have the merchandise right there and the other band does, they buy their merchandise and that has happened to us. And then we've just been like, we just been like, man, I guess we have to buy it through our own website at the actual <laughs> price and then sell like I don't it's too it's too complicated. So we're gonna have to talk with you about that because I'm curious on like your oh, yeah. print details and like what we can do. Even sublimination I, I'm down for. Um but yeah. Yeah, sublimation's yeah, easy too, because you can literally only do one at a time. Um in, in the in the heat press. Um so literally, uh, and, and so I have a, we got a shop, uh, uh, Island Vibes, uh, Wes Pickle is the guy who owns the shop out on John's Island, and he literally has like every machine you could think of. He's got the DTG machine, he's got a sublimation machine, he's like, got like a vinyl printer that can do like stickers and stuff, uh, oh. screen presses, uh, he's got, a, he's getting his embroidery machine up and running. Okay, you know um, you're talking. But yeah, so sublimation is literally like when uh, it goes from a, a solid to a gas with skipping the liquid state. And so it gets, the heat press traps it in the merge and the, the gas has nowhere to uh, to go and it sinks, it uh, blends in with the shirt. That's crazy. So that's how sublimation works. It's almost like, it seems like it's kind of similar to the DTG, but like not 
It, it is. It's, it's similar. So with sublimation, you can only do it on like 100% polyester stuff. Oh, okay. No wonder they're always polyester. Yep. Yep. So that's one of the huh. things. But And then at first I was like super into it because you can do like really cool stuff. Like I was working with Coda a lot back then. Oh, yeah. And you know, all Great his artist. like really trippy stuff. Yeah, he's like, super good. We were trying to figure out how we could sublimate like the entire shirt with his, you know, graphic. Did y'all do it? Uh, no, we ended up not doing it. Um... I didn't know Wes at the time, uh, um, and then he kind of, you know, stuff happens, but, um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, and then also, though, with being 100% polyester shirts, that's, like, really bad for the environment. You know, the 100% cotton is the really? best, it's gonna break down. Yeah, so uh, that's why I've been kind of... That's sustainable. Yeah, well, I learned a lot through Play Salty. They're, like, 100%, um, they just got, like, some huge certificate. It took them, like, a year and a half to be, like, a 100% sustainably sourced vendor. Whoa. So I just learned a lot of this actually through her. Um, but, nice. you know, I already knew, you know, the polyester stuff. But, yeah, I learned a lot more. And she's, like, super in tune with that because it's a beachwear brand, you know. So makes sense. And there's all these, del- like, problems with the beach and trash and, you know, the ocean. Plastics in the ocean. Yes. Yeah. So here, I'm going to plug them really quick. It's Play Salty. Oh, boom. Is right. That was handy. Right? Boom. I know it might be backwards for y'all, but... Check them out. Like the future is, is about sustainable companies and products, and I've been more and more aware of that. And I'm glad that people have just developed the ingenuity to work, circumnavigate that problem, still create products, right. but it just be more sustainable. And that being like just leading to more sustainable things. Oh yeah, because they they're like what like uh, meeting up with Tanya and Royce and learning their stuff like i was like the epitome like they got it figured out man like to be able to have like twenty thousand followers on instagram have a huge online shop and like really produce a lot of stuff and get it out there but while also thinking about like the life cycle of the product and they're like part of the one percent like giving back to the ocean project and being like the certified sustainable vendor and being able to do that while doing like the big stuff and making like really big moves is just really incredible. Like they, they've been working super hard, you know, to do that. And that's like I'm like super thankful to have this show and meet them and work with them and like learn from them and, and do more stuff with them. Damn yeah, and, and dude. Stuff like that, yeah. I I'm with it, man. And um and they they had the most impressive setup. I could just tell that they really had their stuff together, their branding together, like it was boom, like they had like their pop-up canopy like for like all the models and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and the, the, you could just yeah. tell like their curb value was there. Oh yeah, when Tanya rolled up, she had like a printed out sheet, every model, every look, it was color coded and everything. What? She had all her stuff on racks organized in her tent that we were used borrowing. Um and I was like, Yeah, they're absolutely like there's no way they're not gonna crush it. Like she she worked so hard and then like literally thought about every single detail and organized it and and they did they crushed it as as soon as the fashion show was over I mean they they started it off with a with a bang you know what I mean they they started that fashion show off we had a lot of cool stuff going on the acrobatics but they're the first um, designer and they really they 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 did well and then afterwards everyone came up to their tent and bought a bunch of stuff they ended up doing really well at the holiday market so. That's yeah to to uh, to be that organized and do it like that is uh, is real real really cool. Well, that's what's up. What um we got a good look at your inception and the current and a little bit of the future. Is there anything else like that people should expect to see from you like in twenty twenty three? 
Yeah, um, so uh, just I really want to get in there with Soul Power Productions and uh, take advantage of, uh, you know, that Palmetto Brewing uh, every Sunday or every so often they donate a dollar of every beer to a nonprofit. Um, so that's a really cool thing that Palmetto does. But yeah, if we can get like Soul Powered in there with a bunch of local talent and do like a nice another mixed media thing kind of once a month with a lot of vendors, um, that's kind of something that we're trying to work on and figure out um for for 2023 and then maybe do like another every two weeks kind of traveling market um like hopping around to all the different breweries uh different event venues um you know stuff like that so every week you know we kind of keep it fresh and you don't come to the market just to buy stuff but that's nice you know you also come to check out a new venue and you know see some cool music and then also see some really cool vendors so i'm i'm with it and with all the people in the network it's just like it's inevitable like over there at lo-fi i could i haven't been there but i could just foresee a a lot still happening um without even having been there yet like for 2023 like they're already fucking with the scene chris got that market thing and you know chris is also really in tune with the music uh really good friends with tyree uh, who just won, uh, you know, the Charleston City Paper Best Hip Hop Act. What? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Tyree oh was God. out last night, too. It was nice seeing him. Um, Wait, was that out. the guy with the camera? Yeah, he was recording Anthony's set. Oh, see, that I didn't even know. that I knew I recognized him, and I just didn't know, like, exactly where you're from. And then I ended up, you know, because I'm out here, like, trying to just talk to people. I see the, uh, everybody that was there with the cameras, like, all sorts of legit photographers. But he was, oh, yeah. like, one. Of, he had a legit videography setup going on. And so after he filmed Anthony's set, I had to go up to him and talk to him. And I was just like, yo, like, you know, what... what? I want to get some professional video work. Like, what are your rates? Kind of, he's like, well, this is Anthony's camera, and I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of just doing it as a favor. I'm like, you got a cool friend right here. Oh, yeah. And then we all just talked, because he was like, yeah, he's an artist, too. Didn't mention the thing about the city paper. They're all like, Yeah, modest. yeah, just one that He was part of the big show at Music Farm there. Ah, oh, man, that's like, dope. No wonder that he's friends with Anthony, because Anthony is like bona fide, talented oh, yeah. vocalist, man. And I, I'm pretty sure he's doing really well for himself. Um, and yeah, actually, so when mm-hmm. I met Anthony for the first time, um, Tyree was his DJ. So I met them together, and then uh, Anthony oh, kind of, you know, stuff happens, and then Tyree started doing the hip-hop and kind of taking off. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, this last year, he just exploded and uh crushed it absolutely crushed it this past year so yeah very well deserving of that but yeah he's got a big hand in that lo-fi uh uh, venue um doing a lot of cool shows there and then uh you know he's probably going to be a big hand in helping us bring some of some of those acts and some of that uh energy to palmetto hopefully yeah like palmetto was super pleased what up Stuart? um it's a badass recording artist out of Myrtle Beach that I do a lot of work with. Go check him out. Miss You Stew. We've got stuff coming out here very soon. We literally just recorded a track, uh, not but like last month. Oh, yeah? Up in Myrtle. Nice. I, I produced it here. We went and recorded it up there. And that very was a cool. good experience. And I'm super stoked on the release of that. Um, but yeah, just how happy Palmetto was after the fact. Because, um, you know, it's always like... The first impression you want to be a really good impression so i kind of was in like the guy's ears i was like so was it like a good night like after the show is over right. like to one of the bartenders and he's like yeah man it was <laughs> crazy i was like crazy like good he's like yes and i was like 
all right you know we would love to like i was one of the constituents behind the scenes and one of the producers yeah and i would love to do more things in the future and he's like definitely so like you know just be sure to talk to the assistant manager like the g the general manager there and i'm we all did so you know it's just inevitable and it's a really nice venue and brewery and just areas super clean and really good beers and yeah super good beers um and it's right here in the heart of downtown charleston yeah so it's actually right off huge street which is how you get to the bridge skate bar uh skate spot yeah it's literally like directly across the street from the under the, from bridge, the bridge spot skate spot so like yeah. how cool would it be to like do like a skate contest or something Whoa. I, I, oh. under the bridge like you know underground oh. kind of deal uh maybe do like a cash prize or you know get soul powered involved and kind of get some of the donation money part of that and then go have a huge like vendor market after party over there but if we're having a thing under skate park, just have vendors all the way up and down the bridge. I know, because <laughs> I'm that about <laughs> Seriously, that really gets the creative juices flowing. I'm like, I, I never would have thought of that. Um, I, I was just like, it's cool that it's across the street from the skate park. You really like just tied two ends together. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, damn. So, yeah, back like 10 years ago when I was graduating college and stuff, um, uh, Almond Dog Green used to do a lot of stuff out Palmetto. Um, oh. They used to run the sound and do like Almond Dog Green downtown instead of out in the country. Uh, so they used to already have that set up. We used to go to a lot of it. And that's how I found the skate park. And we actually did a fundraiser at Palmetto back in the day before Catawba uh, Berlin bought them out. Uh, and all the uh, proceeds donated the concrete and the labor to build up the skate park. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So this is like, you know, 10 years ago. What's Catawba? I had some uh, big brewing company up north or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, y'all held an event at Palmetto to help create the skate park. Yep. And that skate park took a huge 180. Oh, and, yeah. Because I, I don't know, I, as a skater, I kind of hate wearing pads. Um, and that's kind of what's required at Skate Charleston. And I was like, I always want like there to be a legit skate park here in town. And then it happened, and then I still haven't gone because the the skate spot under the bridge is literally right down the street from where we right, are right yeah. now and um and it's gone from like zero to hero like it we recorded a music video there recently nice look. yeah like the strawberry entree he, me and my homies uh here in this house strawberry we, lane <laughs> yes we um we've got a song coming out music video coming out called uh she belongs to the streets and it's about um this chick that skates and um you just have to watch it like it's not like she belongs to the streets in like a bad way it's more or less like i went (laughs) it's like yeah it's kind of like don't cancel us but yeah that's (laughs) i didn't write the lyrics so (laughs) i just helped produce the track and threw down the bass line and it was just it made for a really good music video because their visuals there's just so much like dank graffiti out there oh like, yeah super cool artwork all over the ramps I mean, like, it was well put together very well put together it's like a little portland spot like i remember just seeing skate videos back in the day and it'd be parks like that and now it exists and i'm like yes well yeah so back so speaking of back in the day like i remember and i think when i was a, a senior in high school there's this big thing because there used to be like a little bit down there is a little derelict maybe a couple homeless people living at the park yeah and there's this huge thing like we either gotta shut the park down and make it like a no-go because of all this uh you know 
uh, is to uh, derelict or okay. trying to clean it up. Or we go the opposite direction and give them the A-OK so that, they, that way they can come in here and make it really cool because we know they will. And so I'm so glad that they decided to give it the OK and make it like an official like, you know, nod and a wink like this is all right. We're not going to bother you here uh, and let and let the, the community build that up to what it is today, which is amazing. Man, that's so badass, dude. And you're you're once again, like, I know we're getting close to about an hour, but you you really do help with the pursuit of sound and everything else like arts, culture, fashion, all the above, really like I even from yesterday, um, I saw a boost in my followers and engagements already. Well, dude, you crushed it with that social media post. Your, your story from yesterday, you had the perfect oh. angle for the fashion show, and yeah. you were tagging Palmetto, you were tagging everyone, like, you were to. super on it, man, like, yeah, no, you got some of the best stuff, like, you were really on top of it, I was like, thank God he's there doing that, because, like, everyone always forgets to tag someone, they don't have it, but you had everyone's tags, you got the best angles, you saw the, some of the vendors, you got them in there, uh, you got the really cool fashion show in there. And yeah, yeah, you you did excellent with that. that Thank really you, well dude. Done. I um I did download all the videos individually, and we're gonna work on that uh, after movie. And um, you know, it's like, it's it. I appreciate hearing that, man. I wish my camera was like a little bit better on my phone, <laughs> um, but yeah. you know, we have we we work with what we've got, and um, yeah. you know, I I always I was like a uh, do it. I know, I know what it takes man uh, and i was just like dude today i'm going ham yeah. i'm literally gonna just like the whole top of my story is just like tiny little lines like, <laughs> yeah dude and i wasn't mad about it at all and um and so yeah dude like i said i think it's doing a lot for the local culture we need it right now so bad post like post covid yes and the fact that we're kind of going through the slow season right now as well yeah, but yeah just, that's why i like these holiday markets uh, you know, it gives a boost in the in the uh, venues that we work with, extra money, the bartender spots, and it's always a great time for the vendors, you know, uh, during the holidays uh, to get their stuff out there and let people uh, support local and shop with small businesses because um, that's what really stimulates the economy. You know, it's not these big corporations that are out in Iowa. It's like the small guys here that are going to go to an event, make 600 bucks, and then go to the show the next night and then buy all the merch there and, you know, buy their friends some drinks and stuff, you exactly. know, and have the money to keep going out and being part of events. That's like what really does it, you know? So it's, this is what it's all about. Man, that's fucking badass, dude. I'm a... Y- out here all inspired and whatnot <laughs> and like just figuring out like how exactly i'm going to deal with all these connections i made oh, and whatnot well, like seriously well, yeah, you, when you made that you made the artist flyer that was badass and posted everywhere and then you i think you're like the only i posted it too but way after but you posted it you tagged all the artists oh, so that yeah. way they could share it easy more easily and you know you figured all that out like that was like killer to, to have that organized and and to be able to do that like you crushed that part thanks dude i really felt like the like a good sense of responsibility with being a part of this. I was like, you know what? Like if I don't do my part, then I would not be able to live with myself. Like, honestly, I was, I was, I wanted to do all that. Like literally just like, I could tell it was different. Like with throwing a show with you and everybody like that, that team was solid. And like, Oh yeah. I haven't thrown that many, I've been a part of throwing that many shows. Um, but I had a really good feeling because we, I, I think I was, yeah, I was a part, like, 
I was on the last fashion show that y'all did at Purple Buffalo, yep. which thank you for having me. Oh, like, yeah. Literally, like, DJ, I was stoked on that, and it was a really good turnout, too. And Yeah, it was. That one was a killer. You know, I love seeing a lot of people come to the Purple Buffalo. Um, and, and yeah, dude, it's just like, I, like I said, there's I made so many legit connections that I was just like, dude, I, I'm going to be, like, on my game now. Like, everybody else is, like, really brought their best foot forward and I was like oh okay I see y'all mm-hmm. I need to up my game I'm, I want to produce for these artists like oh, I want to yeah. make a track for Mike Live go check him out Mike Livelihood on Instagram and then uh, Anthony um, uh, uh, what we was got, the we got Andy Gold yes uh, Andy Gold Wu uh, Soul Power Productions we had Slim Soul out there Abstract That Rapper made an appearance um we had Oleg on the drums, and Oleg's actually getting into DJing too. He was he opened up. I saw him uh, dude. the inside too. DJ in so his house. He's so talented. Uh, he does so like good. the live loop. Like he. Did, oh my god! I saw his stuff, the and live, I was like, uh, with the beats going. Yeah, he like brings a beat pad and like literally works with like live drumming and stuff, and live playing on like the keys. Like his his keyboard, he accidentally dropped it the night before, and it stopped <laughs> working halfway through. He pulled up the the function to. To play keyboard off of your um your letter keyboard on your computer because no he brought way. his computer so he was literally playing no, on his what? computer keyboard to it's called musical typing and um it just brings up a little piano roll and shows you which letters correlate to what notes and I was like are you seriously are you seriously <laughs> doing live musical typing right now I've never seen that that's insane and he did it well and like yeah, oh yeah all the drumming stuff because he's a drummer and I was just like I had to like tell him a bunch I was like dude you really are actually like very talented and I see you and it makes me want to uh, up my personal ante and uh, do a track with him you know it's all about collabing oh yeah and I feel like that's that's really I like what how you said that collabing yeah <laughs> Collabing, yep. It, it's 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 a Co- thing. Collab, yep. I um, I'm so stoked, man, and I'm really happy to have you on for this this 17th episode. Nice. Oh yeah, happy to be here, man. It's a perfect timing right here. Uh, it's, it's good to decompress and kind of just talk about some of this stuff. Get, make sure everyone's got their shout outs too, and you know, kind of give everyone their roses. So it's a perfect way <laughs> to do that. Yeah, man. Yep couldn't have said it better myself um but what have you been listening to lately i'm really curious like what is if it if you could have your current listening like gamut burned onto like a cd like back in the day what would be on that burn cd right on yeah um so when I'm at work, you know, so we just did the Spotify recap so I can actually exactly tell you. <laughs> so I, uh, it was like all uh, Little Stranger and uh, Mac Miller what? are like my top two. Man, yeah. Little Stranger's really doing it right now too. Dude, um, they're, they're just like such good work music, man. Get you in the zone, get you hyped, get you like, because I do uh, uh, um, carpentry and stuff like that. So it's like I'm moving around, you know, like helps me like stay active and, and, and focused and also like having fun at work which <laughs> is like what is best part of music i i didn't even know you were like into the carpentry like that but to keep it on to like what you're still listening to little stranger rest in peace mac miller i yeah. never listened to enough of him 
but I know he's really fucking good. Dude, his uh his new faces mixtape, which I think is now an EP, is uh yeah, that is like really weird, but there's like uh, a point in my life where I, every day on the way to uh, I was living in North Mount Pleasant, driving downtown to uh, CFC, and I just have the New Faces mixtape. Like that was what I listened to on the way there, and I'd finish it on the way back like every day for like three months. So you're really into like rap, basically. Oh yeah, I'm rap, hip hop. That's big down here in the South. I got to admit, I grew up like listening to my sister CD collection, which was like. Nelly, like a <laughs> Fifty Cent, like yeah, yeah. Ra- rappers like that, like freaking gangster Southern rap, even like Three Eleven, um, some of that other stuff, and you know it's still here. It it it's still relevant even through like the EDM movement and all that. Hip hop is basically pop now. Yeah, they they've done a good job of blending it and having it be like poppy, but not sounding like pop, and still being like really lyrical and musical um but still having that like nice energy of a pop song you know and uh, listenability you know um and that's what i like about little strangers like they're kind of all over the place with uh with their bars and, and their uh their beats and everything um it's not like your traditional just like really heavy hip-hop it's kind of more like up upbeat and funner yeah it is fun and i don't listen to enough of them man i'm gonna be i'm gonna be watching them um, rinsing their tracks here after after this. What else? Nice. Like what else um, is on your current listening list? Dude, so and then oh, I, I listen to it's a lot of local music for for the most of it when I'm streaming stuff. Um, like Loser Chris has a bunch of good stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, um, a lot of Doom Flamingo, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was listening to a uh, uh, cruise ship and uh, uh, Kinetics mixtape on SoundCloud the other day. Mm. While I was working, you know. Uh, Kinetics got some good stuff going on. Oh yeah. No, I can't got lie. Some good mixes, uh, like that one from uh, that last huge show they did at the Buffalo, where they just mixed a song from like every uh, performer. Been listening what? to that one. Okay, That's I didn't on. know quite. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, okay, so let's plug them really quick, and then that's that's um, our our good friend Tim, aka Domino, aka Cruise Ship, um, and Kinetic. Let me let me spell those out for y'all. It's Domino, like D zero M I N zero, and then his alter moniker is cruise ship which is c-r-o-o-z-s-h-i-p-p and then kinetic which i'm pretty darn sure is k-i-n-e-t-i-c-k c-k okay and then and um i've got collaborations with tim and a collaboration in the works with jay as well kinetic and um also by the way i did record my set from last night nice. and I'll be, <laughs> yeah i gotta plug shamelessly self plug that i'll be uploading that mix to mixcloud very soon okay that's m-i-x-c-l-o-u-d dot com slash d-b-l-c-r-w-n that's double crown without the vowels but that's badass that you're getting in like your local idiom i love somebody oh, yeah. that has like a good variety in their musical taste yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's how you keep it fresh, you know. Um, I, I while I love my you know my classic stuff that I can just kind of listen to, and I've heard it a million times. Um, that gets boring, you know. You got you got to switch it up and different genres uh, for different uh, types of days you're having. 
and different kind of jobs I'm on, you know, if I'm in a house or whatever. I might play like some Eagles or something else. If I'm like an empty house working. Oh, the uh, like, Eagles. Like, what? Oh, I love the Life Eagles, Life on dude. the fast road. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my favorite song in, in the world is Hotel California. Oh, classic. Yeah. That makes me want to ask you, um, now that we're just getting into like a little bit more in depth on like what you listen to, um, if you could listen to this is like one of my favorite questions like just music interview style if you could listen to one album for the rest of your life that mm. you just like something that you couldn't get sick of like no matter how like what what is that uh 100% Eagles Greatest Hits Volume 1 what oh all the classics except that one doesn't have Hotel California on it oh it's, they're but like still. we can't do they're like the, it's too cliche let's give them everything else they, yeah it's on it's on the next one but um oh yeah volume, volume 2 uh-huh. yeah they had to keep them around for the second but they got like witchy woman on there take oh, it yeah. easy oh yeah take uh, it easy yeah dude it's like literally fucking like 12 bangers like every single song on that is a sing-along song that just slaps. Man, I grew up on some classic rock for sure. Like my parents were about that, and that's so cool, dude. That that's that would be your your lifelong listening album. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, you could listen to it at any point in your life, at any time, anywhere, and those songs are gonna hit. You know. Man. That's that's such a cool answer. It makes me even think about what my answer would be, and I'm kind of just stumbling through my head, being like, "Fuck, <laughs> um, I I can't. I don't even know how to answer that right now. It's really tough. Um, and I'm trying to dig deep right now. I just know that there's. Oh, you know what? This one really pops out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this one because I'm really glad I just thought about this one. It's this album that I found probably about ten years ago. Okay. And it's by this overseas chick producer uh, slash literally m- musical instrument inventor, like wow. production genius. I don't know if anybody's heard of her, but it's Imogen Heap. And she, the one song that you probably know from her is Hide and Seek. And it starts out with like just a vocoded, her vocoded voice, like the kind of robot effect. And she's like, where are we? What the hell is going on? Blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of goes on. And that one really blew up for her. But she's like literally the uh, probably like one of the top underrated music producers yeah. in my opinion because she's overseas in England so it's not like people in America don't know as much about her right. but her album that I would listen to forever is called Ellipse uh, check that out I've never heard of her yeah it's I-M-O-G-E-N space H-E-A-P and dude that song is like on some like chill electronica nice. that will like dude I don't care like how hard you think you are I dude I end up shedding like a tear dude I it does that for me man that's that's uh, the beauty of music man fucking make it feel move you to emotion like that that's uh I was uh, uh listening to something the other day it was like you need to laugh uh, one time a day cry one time a day and like be thankful and tell someone you love them one time a day. Man. And uh, so if you can just turn on that on that song, shed a tear <laughs> and uh release that emotion, you know, one time that's like a that's a if you can do that every day and 
and get that from that that's a beautiful song well said man and oh before i forget just so it's not like oh lost point um because i'm so stoked on imogen heap she's like oof <laughs> um yeah she the musical instrument that she created invented oh, is yeah. is a pair of gloves literally you put on two gloves on each hand and all the finger movements and everything imagine almost like an invisible keyboard like and then the way that you move your hands like the direction like three-dimensional orientation of your hands applies like various effects and stuff and it literally is it's like what kind of sorcery is this like that's insane yeah she's like like got some like ted talk style videos out there where she's like you know literally put telling people about this technology and whatnot it's probably like the coolest instrument like anybody hasn't heard of yeah I, I can't believe like imagine seeing that at a show just uh some chick up on the stage and she's just sitting there like doing finger glove movements yeah exactly and all this and she's creating this sound and you have no idea what's going on because i've never even heard of it or seen it if i saw that i would absolutely like i would fucking lose my mind yeah <laughs> i'd lose it right then and there I'd, I'd, I'd have to call my mom and be like mom I just had a life-changing experience. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. So uh, I'll I'll try to remember to send you a link just for, just for good measure. Now, oh, I just thought of a, a question that I wanted to ask that I have never asked anybody before. This one is, what artist are you really dying to hear from next, like for their next album to drop? Hmm. Oh, man, that's that's just tough. You know, I got I got to keep it local, man. Um, Skiplo is about to uh, drop an album called Bodega, and I'm so fucking excited for that. It's Alex VZ, aka Damn Skippy, and Apollo Valdez. I don't know who Apollo is. You'll have to explain that. But Alex VZ is the shit. Very good videographer. um, He was just on tour with Little Stranger and uh, Andy Frasco in the UN. I've heard of Andy Frasco. Man, I, th- I'm i sleeping on a lot. This is what I depend on my friends for. Yeah, man. Keeping me relevant. Like, seriously, like, because Little Stranger's out there, and I just don't listen to him enough. And everybody oh, in their crew, the Alex VZ, who's this Apollo guy? So, Apollo Valdez, one of their, like, longtime buddies. Um, uh, he usually uh, does shows with them locally. Um, but, uh, yeah, him and uh, Damn Skippy uh, teamed up for Skiplow. Um, a little collaboration. I get it. Apollo, Skippy. I was wondering, you said Skiplo, and I was like, is that like a damn Skippy offshoot? Yeah, I mean, yeah, damn Skippy collaboration, basically. You know? So he's a really good rapper, and he does oh, yeah. videography stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was doing a lot of that on, on, on their tour and all that. Um, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure he uh, had a hand in uh, doing a lot of Little Strangers uh, uh, YouTube uh, and music videos. Yeah. A lot of their content on YouTube. I think you're right. And um, so what's his stuff like? Is it kind of similar, I'd imagine? Like, uh, very to, similar, yeah. Similar yep. to uh, Little Stranger, that is? It is. His stuff is um, like, I would say Little Strangers is more like uh, a little more laid back, you know, a little more kind of party stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Damn Skippy and Apollo uh, they're like really like focused on lyrics and stuff like that, and they can like spit fast and then slow it down and then like drill you into the show that way, um, and just like blow your mind. Like uh, my favorite song by um, Damn Skippy is like the ABC song, where he every, he goes through the entire alphabet and each bar is a new letter of the alphabet. 
it's just like A through Z is, or you know, A through E is a bar, E through whatever is a bar. I and need to like, listen boom, boom, boom. to that. Uh, you're gonna be as I'm going through and editing all this and re-listening. I'm gonna be. I might even like one thing I've been liking to do is like plug in that actual music, like yeah. bring in the MP3, let people hear a snippet of it, um, and that'll get me to listen to it for sure because. Um, because yeah, and I'm curious, what is that Skiplo instrumentally like? I know you said it's a little different than Little Stranger, like. Um. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's it's still you know it's hip hop. It's it's, uh, it's lively beats. It's um energetic. It's kind of more like a old school hip hop vibe. Though. Okay. You know, yeah. with like uh, with like the record uh, record scratching kind of deal. Yeah. Um, a little more like boom bap with it. Right. Um, okay. I fucks with yeah, it. Yeah. It's a little more like kind of old school hip hop sounding, which is what I love about it. Dude, righteous. So he's gonna be dropping an album called Bodega here soon, and like any day, I've been seeing posts about it like almost every day. If it's, it might already be dropped, but I don't think it is. I wouldn't know. I would know. <laughs> so, and this is a new thing with him and Apollo. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is their like first album um, that they did together because they've been they formed the band a little or the group a little while ago. Um, and I've done a couple of shows at, like they did Boogeyman at Skiplow. Um, so they opened up, uh, Boogeyman. the Boogeyman Fest at the Royal American. Oh, okay. Halloween. Oh, yeah. snap. Dude, yeah. before I forget, let's put on the, on the list of places for prospects for future events. Let's add Royal American and Poorhouse to that list, uh, right? They're up there. Vendor markets and everything. Dude, it's, you know, the Royal American parking lot. Like, they're used to, like, you know, cutting that off so that people can set up there and but, shit. So, the thing, so, like, Royal American does have two vendor markets um, that go through once a month. So, they have one there every other week, or every two weeks, basically. Oh, uh, I wonder. Um, and then, like, you know, Poorhouse has stuff yeah. that goes on uh, every Sunday. And then they have, like, okay. the, the Sunday brunch. They have a night market. Um, but then, you know, the, the thing about what we're doing, though, is, is there's the vendor market is just one part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just one part of what what we're trying to do. That's why I think because Poorhouse is that kind of place that would have live music and it be legit. Um, And also shit tons of vendors. Like, that whole back area, boom, they they do it up, dude. Oh, yeah. And then, um... Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, if y'all don't know about Poorhouse, y'all... (laughs) Y'all have been living in a cave. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um... And then Royal American. Very good. I love that place. It's... It's... Uh, It's such a vibe. Yeah, that's where I was at. Uh, 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 this is Little Bird. Um, I was there catching uh, uh, Oleg and Noah Jones were there, um, you know, playing with them. They were, at, they were at the show helping Cody, but they had a show there Friday and Saturday um, at Royal American, and that was just a killer time. It was so much fun. Man, we, we it's a, about time that we plug in Little Bird because by association through slim souls band yeah like the keyboard player um oh what was his name again noah jones noah jones duh exactly and then also oleg they are active members in little bird and they just did a tour oleg was telling me oh yeah i need to listen to them more dude Dude, like uh, seriously what am i doing so when i was like uh trying to get everything together you know uh one of the things we were trying to get cody and he was kind of hard to reach is because he was up in New York with Little Bird. And I saw they like posted this really dope uh, Instagram uh, story or video or whatever. 
and it was basically they were set up in a at a park in New York doing a live show as promo. And I saw Cody go up with the whole Little Bird band. They had all their sound shit set up, doing a professional thing. I was like, Cody went up there and started spitting. I was like, instantly I tried to call Cody. I just texted him. I was like, we need this. This is so cool, man. Dude, how are they? This is like so many questions. Like, how are they put? Do they have a generator to provide the power? Yeah. Like, is it a city approved? Like, (laughs) is that just allowed in New York? Like, because I can just. I can just imagine already, like, Charleston City law enforcement to be all over a renegade pop-up set, which I've seen on Instagram, like, Diplo or somebody will be like, yeah, I'm literally about to, like, just mm-hmm. pop up and be like, see who comes to me and knows Bless me. like in the, Yeah, just randomly in the middle of a park and just, just watch everybody flock as they start to realize it's Diplo or some shit. We, if we could get away with that... We should do it at the skate park. That's what I was just about to say. See, same That'd be the perfect spot. Exactly, dude. Like, there's not much around it except for, like, those the housing kind of behind it. But still, middle of the day. Yeah, middle of the day, uh, as long as the music's not too, too loud, you know. Yeah, uh, not. Nah. I think that would be, be phenomenal. That would be so much fun. Have people skating, doing a skate thing in the back, have the music going, have a little dance floor going. I think pretty much all we need is a generator. Oh, we gotta hit up Mikey Four. I'm sure you can figure that out. Of course, Mikey Four would have it. I think Tim has one too. With their generators combined, we're Captain Planet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or or, I'm pretty sure Woodlands has one, Mikey Kabara, too. Oh, so, yeah. Mikey's like got... Worst case scenario. He's got those connections. Oh, dude, yeah. He's been doing this for a while. He, he, he like, travels around, and he's, like... When he when he goes to a festival and, and is working it, he's, like, the guy running, like, two teams. You know? Seriously. It's, like, so cool just starting to understand how, how crucial our friends end up being. Like, I'm like, damn, we got the coolest fucking friends ever, <laughs> right? dude. Mikey Ford is not to be slept on, and um, yeah, he brought he provided a lot of the lighting yesterday. Yep. But um, and then laser catcher too. Oh yes, dude, it's a good call. Oh man, let's, let's let's give let's bow down to laser catcher. Dude, our guy hats off, man. He Straight crushes up. it. He, no cap. I uh, he asked me to send some of the logos of the uh, designers and people involved or whatever, and uh, I did not expect him. He had he had the logos blasted freaking 60 feet high in the air like uh seeing my logo up there like that it was like i got chills thinking about it right now it was like it was incredible Ooh, dude, man dude, like it, it looked like a that. movie premiere going on or something it was like seeing that I'm, i was it's just bummer we had to uh, stop all that part of it but um just just for those couple you know 30 minutes of that was incredible yeah so if y'all are interested in seriously good lot like visual shows he's all about projection mapping he'll be he'll be anywhere and everywhere just projecting on whatever it's laser catcher just as you would think it'd be spelled and i remember i was just driving down king street like back from whatever and then i saw redux art um, oh yeah art company um art center art center is what i meant to say yeah also a non-profit word yeah across from the food line i was like um just driving and it was nighttime you can't help but see the huge visuals like projected on the side of right. their building the big bertha building or whatever and then um 
And I was like, dude, that's gotta be Laser Catcher. And then <laughs> literally right as I was seeing and thinking that, Seth was walking across the street to get uh, something yeah. out of his car. And I think I just like barely cried my I was like, Seth! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about when he does that. It's like, you know, literally if you're, if you're just on your way home or whatever you're doing on the way to, and you're on the road and you see what he does and what he's capable of, you like literally instantly want to park and go check it out. It is that cool. It is that cool. Show stopping type stuff. And I was very, I was so happy that he was on it, man. He brought three huge projectors on like four, four huge projectors yeah. on like gigantic poles, dude. Like I was like very impressed. He had his whole like work center set up, like boom, like all the cables like managed perfectly. I was like, damn, y'all really do this right. Yep. No, he does. And, that's uh, that's why I had to have him. <laughs> that's why I have to have him there. You know, just uh, super professional and just he he's he's on top of it in next level production. Yeah, and he brings it to the the show and he's got his own musical project. Let's plug it, Terrachrome. Oh yeah, that's T E R R A C H R O M E, and it's a three piece electronic trio. And they crush it. Like, they're doing bigger and better things all the time. Dude, when did you see them uh, open up for Papadozio uh, earlier? No. Yeah, at the, at the Poor House. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah they had uh, these, like, light, uh, uh, a TV light wall or whatever. And it was just, like, these huge, uh, like, LED screens set up. And it was, like, doing, Seth was there doing his live visuals and everything Man. like that on that. And it was, yeah, it was crazy. They're different, yeah. They're like psychedelic, EDM, electronic, kind of. Well, yeah, it's Seth. He does the visuals. And then the second guy is uh, Cam, uh, Cam Jam. He's the the DJ. DJ Cam uh, Jam. Yeah, providing the, uh, uh, you know, on the ones and twos. And you got uh, Andy, and he does, like, live, uh, he does the guitar and uh, provides a little live musical aspect to it. Exactly. It's so cool, man. They're dynamic, dude. Like, live stuff, like, from Andy, electronic stuff from Cam, and um, visual stuff from Seth. It's it's really something to be seen. I've been impressed with each every one of their shows, and they've got a record out. Go check it out on Spotify, all that good stuff. Any final artists to plug, just for good measure? Um, I'm just going to go down... Uh you know, the list of all the artists that we had uh, at, at the show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, on the on outside, we had um, Tom Mackle open up. So good. Um, crushed it. He's about to headline the Music Farm. That's like T-O-M space M-A-K-E-L-L, right? I believe so, yep. yeah. Really good acoustic, great voice and everything. Um, then we had DJ Discreet uh, playing some tunes. Um, really good sound, really good mixes. Um, we had Anna Crosby and uh, her her trio of people that showed up uh, acoustic. You know, we had the guy on the guitar, the live uh, violinist, and then her with her vocals, really nice. Um, Mike Live, you know, bringing the energy to the crowd. He's got the show at the Poor House tonight, December fifth, eight to nine, or sorry, uh, nine o'clock is when the uh, show starts. Um, Zay Lu, up and coming, he's doing some big things, working That's on some X A E. Go on. Uh, L-E-W, Zay Lu, um, yeah, uh, really crushing it. He's about to do some shows. Um, we had the fashion show with DJ Cruise Ship. Uh, Tim absolutely crushed that. Cruise Ship, fucking, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he, I, I give him mad props on his set. He brought the vibes to, to that fashion show, man. Without, without that, like, he, he, he crushed it. It was perfect. Um, and then after that, we had Indy Gold. 
uh, you know, bringing the nice chill vibes, nice energy, great bars, and uh, the the finish off the outside stage headlining. We had Slim Soul with uh, Soul Power Productions and uh, his band of people. You know, Oleg on the drums, uh, Noah Jones on the piano, uh, Adrian Champagne, uh, their manager uh, on the trombone, doing some stuff and mixing. Amazing. And then inside, uh, our our EDM and DJs, man, they were absolutely amazing. Also, right in the pocket, like you said, um, opening up. We had Oleg doing the mixing with the with the drums and everything. Uh, we had uh, Chris Almighty bringing bringing some tunes. Uh, you know he, he he's been really growing as an artist lately. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, Web Hollow, fucking perfect chill vibes. Really crushed it. Uh, and then Moldy Brain, who is also just the uh, Charleston City Papers best DJ of the year. Yeah, uh, I was like, what? Good dude, for him. He, he's so good. He's, he's doing so, it. So yeah, he, that was actually his first show of the day. He had another one. That's how busy he is now. Um, yeah, fashion show, and then our boy Philip Ward here, aka Double Crown with no vowels, <laughs> absolutely crushing it, bringing the nightclub vibes, Thank and uh, uh, closing out the show for us. Amen. Well, I'm glad we got to get that in, and um, I think that was a perfect note to wrap this episode up with. I, I like going over the hour mark, I really do, and um, and once again, thank you so much, Zach. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. It was a, it was a blast. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of us hugging. <laughs> well, yeah. um, y'all stay tuned on the podcast. Y'all stay posted for everything coming from Locals Clothing Company and Zach. And um, we'll be out here. All right. Till next outside. time. <laughs>